Praise the Lord. For your goodness and your mercy toward us, for your goodness and your mercy toward us, for your goodness and your mercy toward us. So Lord, we want to thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy toward us. We give you praise. Lord, I ask, Lord, that you might use these lips of mine to speak a word from you. Lord, I pray, God, that these hearers of yours, these children of yours, might respond to the word. Lord, I thank you for another opportunity, Lord. I offer myself to you. Use me to your glory. Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Scripture 134, book of Psalm. Behold, bless ye the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, which by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord, the Lord that made heaven and earth. Bless thee out of Zion. Dancing in the dark is our title this, this morning, Dancing in the Dark. The late Dr. Donald Barnhouse who pastored the 10th Presbyterian um, Church in Philadelphia, was invited to preach at the Hope College in Holland, Michigan. After he finished preaching and came down to greet the people, uh, one of the janitors came to him and was able to get a sidebar conversation with Dr. Barnhouse. And he asked him a question. He said, Dr. Barnhouse, I understand how God blesses us. But I don't understand how we bless God. How do you bless God? Like Dr. Barnhouse, he asked him, he said, sir, do you have any children? He said, yes. Dr. Barnhouse said, how old are your children? He said, my children are five and seven years old. He said, sir, have those children ever given you gifts for your birthday or for Christmas or for your anniversary? 
He said, as a matter of fact, they have. He said, did you, did you know um, that they were giving you a gift before they gave it to you? If your children are five and seven, how did they pay for those gifts? The man responded, I gave them the money to pay for those gifts. Dr. Barnhouse said, exactly, that's how you bless God. Your children took what you gave them, turned around, and gave it back to you. It's not difficult to figure out how to bless God. Just look at everything he's given unto you. Turn it around and take everything he's given to you and give it back to him. Now that sounds simple, but, but, but some of us struggle with that. We've been here for just over an hour now and he gave you a mouth and you ain't opened it yet. He gave you arms and you ain't lifted them yet. He, he gave you hands and you ain't clapped them yet. He, he, he gave you a brain and you ain't even thought even to say thank you yet. He gave you feet and you ain't tapped them yet. The only way you can bless God is to take what he gave to you. Turn around and give it back to him. He gave you a new day and you ain't appreciated it yet. He gave you a Bible and you ain't even opened it yet. The only way you can bless God is to take what he has given to you and give it back to him. Well, that's where we get to this book of Psalm. Psalm 134. This is the concluding psalm in the series of songs that begin with Psalm 120. It ends with Psalm 134. It, it, it's what is called the Psalms of Decree, which begin with 120, ends with 134. That set of songs was sang by Israelites who made their annual pilgrimage to three major festivals, particularly the Feast of the Tabernacles. They converge on Jerusalem from all different points of origin, gathered to celebrate these great feasts and, and festivals. On their way to Jerusalem, they sang this set of psalms, and Psalm 134 is the concluding psalm that they sang as they prepared for final worship, leaving Jerusalem to go back to their homelands. They said, Behold, blessed E the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, which by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. The Lord that made heaven and earth, bless thee out of Zion. The psalm starts with the blessing the Lord, but by the time it ends, it ends with the Lord blessing you. Maybe if you want a blessing from God, you need to give a blessing to God. By the time you leave church today, you got, you got a blessing coming your way because you had a blessing given to you. Now, it's, it's a small psalm, and that's really the whole story of the psalm. But if you would allow me to step back and, and, and rewind just a bit and share some thoughts on, on this psalm. 
The psalmist says, bless, 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 bless the Lord. How do you bless the Lord? We got to take what he gave us and use it to bless him. This word bless, y'all, is, is in all three verses of this, of this, of this song. It's in verse 1, it's in verse 2, it's in verse 3. So I assume that bless is the subject. It's in verse 1, it says, bless the Lord. Verse 2, it says, bless the Lord. Verse 3 says, bless thee out of Zion. Then it says, Lord, bless you. If you get this song right, a blessing is on the way. What does it mean? To bless the Lord. Now, you are already theologians in your own right, but you understand that the English language, if I've been teaching this on Wednesday night, the English language does not treat theology with good respect. So we got to go back to the Hebrew and try to understand what the original here, that, that we might understand what the Lord's word is saying. The word blessed. In the Hebrew is the word Barak. Yes, Barak. The name of the former president of the United States. It means bless. The Hebrew word bless literally means kneel in adoration. That's what the people of the, he the Hebrew people said. That in order to bless God, you have to kneel before him. It means to kneel before God, that that, that whole word, uh, blessing, requires some knees to get in a posture of adoration, a posture of submission, to, uh, uh, to kneel before God. Now, when we bless God, it means to kneel before God, and all of you already know that knees are a symbol of strength. When I kneel before God, I, I, I am giving God the offering of my full strength. God of strength who gave me strength deserves strength back. Uh, it's not like how some of y'all looking at me right now. Uh, y'all sitting there like you watched last night's Sixers game. <laughs> but to really be blessed by the Lord, you, you can't come in here and be chill. You, you, you can't just come up into church you, like, like you're just doing some kind of favor that you showed up today. When, 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 you, when you want to bless the Lord, uh, uh, blessing the Lord requires you to use your mouth and your body. You know, it don't take all that. You, you hear me. Don't take all that. Well, well, how much did it take God to save you? You, you know, it don't take all that. But how much did it take God to wake you up this morning? How much did it take God to make sure your disobedient self had a roof over your head and money in your pocket, a, a job to go to, a safe transportation to get here and keep devils that you don't even know and don't even like, keep devils away from you? How much did it take for God to do that for you? Well, it takes all that and more. Because when I think about everything that God has done for me, y'all got to excuse me. I can't give God no lazy praise. I, I, can't, I, 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 I can't give God a, a bougie thank you, Jesus. It takes my mouth.
It takes my knees. It takes my hands. It takes my feet. It takes all my strength to praise. Blessing, blessing the Lord means to kneel before him in adoration and praise. So when the Bible says the Lord bless you and keep you, here's what it really means. It means God is kneeling uh, and, and, and when God blesses you, his knees are in heaven so he can bring his face down to earth. It means he never moves from his throne. He just sticks his face down into your business. That's what it means when it says the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. I don't, I don't know about y'all, but every time uh, I need God to be nosy in my life. I, I, I need God to stick his face in, 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 into, into everything that I'm doing and shine some situation on me. So when the Lord bless you, he, he's kneeling and bringing his face before you. Uh, some folk don't know how to praise God. They, 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 and, and when you praise God, that means you, some of us, we only praise God when we need him to do something for us. Uh, but when you really love God, you don't need God to do anything for you. For, for, for you, you, you got something already out of him and it's all about giving something back to him. Blessing the Lord is a symbol of kneeling. It's a symbol of rendering to God your strength. And the contemporary version of blessing God is seen in our contemporary culture. When a man gets on his knees, y'all, check this, and ask a woman to be his wife. In other words, if, 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 if he really... Um, if, 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 if he really has been taught old school, you know, brothers, you don't ask a woman to marry you while standing on your feet. You, you ask a woman to marry you on your knees. Because when you go down to your knees to ask her, you telling her, that your love for her is so great that you want to elevate her to a permanent status in your life. Now I'm saying something, you just not catching the way I'm saying it. When you get down on your knees, you telling God that, God, I love you so much that, that I want to elevate you. I love you so much that I want to elevate you to a permanent spot in my life. And then you will never, you will never have somebody to take his spot. I will bless the Lord. It means to elevate him to a permanent step. Next, the text says that he's servants of the Lord. Not to be historically correct and, 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 and be respectful to the text is, it's not just talking about anybody, y'all. 
It's, it's referring historically here to, to the priest. Y'all preachers? And the Levites who were dedicated around the clock to make sure that the, that, that, that the lights at the temple stayed lit. Because the text says they're at church at night. Behold, bless thee the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, which by night stand in the house of the Lord. He's not talking to everybody. He's talking to the priest of the church. It's hard to ask the church to praise God when the priests don't. In other words, if, 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 if the priest is a praiser, then the people are praisers. If, if, if the priest is a worshiper, then the people will be worshipers. If the priest is a bump on the law, then the people are going to be a bump on the law. But it's, it's got to start with the priest. The folk you ought to be on your knees first are the priest. Because they are the ones who have the privilege of access. Um, the word priest means one who God calls near. In Old Testament, everybody couldn't get into the Holy of Holies. Only the priest, the high priest. Only the high priest could get into the high, Holy of Holies because that's the one that God called near. So you ought to be grateful to bless the Lord because he's given you an opportunity to come close to him. But you ought to be happy also because that is just not limited to the officiant's priest. Because priest in the Bible is a progressive doctrine. That by the time Jesus got done with Calvary, all of us became priests. Y'all, 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 y'all don't believe me? First Peter chapter 2 verse 9, you are a chosen generation, you are a royal priesthood who have been called out of darkness into a marvelous light. Your faith is, is, is limited if you only pray on a Sunday. Uh, you can't have real walk with God. You, you don't need a pastor to get you to get to God. Uh, you, you don't need your church to be open to get to God. You, you, you can get to God all by yourself. You, you can get to God when you're cooking your dinner. You can get to God when you're in a bathroom. You can get to God while you're walking down the street. Everybody in here ought to have their own time talking with God. You are royal priesthood. The shepherd's job is not to create sheep. The shepherd's job is to make sure the sheep are healthy so that they can go out and make more sheep. You need to have your own relationship with God. So by the time we get to the New Testament, the priests are not just collar-wearing um, leaders of the church. The priests become the worship leaders of the church. Which means all of us are priests who got access to God in heaven. You can get to God on your own 
Anybody in here can call upon him. Anybody in here can call him in the middle of the night. You can, you can call him when the sun go down. You can call him when the sun is high. The songwriter said that if you believe in the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, you can call him up and tell him what you want. Now I say all that to say, well, here's, the, here's the blessing of the text here. Here's the blessing of the text. You ought to thank God that when he called on you, um, when you called on him, he didn't just show up. But when he showed up, everybody knew he was there. Now, here's, 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 here's this. You got so much of a relationship with God that when you call him in the dark, um, he says, bless the Lord, all these servants which stand at night in the house of the Lord. When you got a real relationship with God, when you, you can't just bless him in the light. You got to know how to give him glory in the dark. Anybody in here had any dark times? You don't, you, 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 you don't know how he was going to bring you out. You don't know how he, was going to, how he was going to make a way for you. You don't know that when he was going to do it, how he was going to do it. You just learned that and you just told God, I need you to do it. And God showed up in your dark times. Here's the dance. Uh... I went to my high school prime. Now, some of y'all may have had a prime, but I went to my high school prime. And, and, and they told us that, now this is a long time ago, they don't go like this anymore. Uh, but they told us that the, 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 the men, the young men, the boys, had to wear black tuxedos. And the women, the young ladies, the girls, had to wear um, white uh, uh, gowns. Now that's something different. We today we've taken the prom out of out of context. We think it's like it's like they getting married. They, they come over. You got a you got a whole meal and you cooking out and and everybody show up. They block off the street. You know how they do now with the proms. They ain't do all that with us. Uh, no, they ain't, they ain't closing down those streets and having a whole block party somebody to go to a dance. Um, so, so we had to wear the black, the black tuxedos and the, and, and the girls had to wear the, 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 the white gowns uh, to teach us how to be formal. So many things are informal now, but teach us how to be formal. That, that, that means we, we were dressed. Um... And while we were at the prom, and I was doing what I do, at least doing what I did, <laughs> right? I'm doing what I did. Uh, I don't know who it was, but somebody leaned up on the light switch. This is not one of those basement parties y'all thinking about. This, this, is, this is in a, a posh place. Somebody leaned up on the light switch, and the lights went out. But the music kept playing. And while the music was playing, we were still dancing in the dark. And when I looked around in the dark, 
I could only see the white gowns. I couldn't see who they, who they were dancing with because the boys had on the dark the tuxedos. All I could see was the white gowns. You couldn't see who they were dancing with. So, so, so you couldn't see them. It was like the music was going and it was like the girls were just dancing with themselves. Y'all didn't catch it, but all the boys had on black tuxedos. Girls had on white dresses and, and the lights went out. The music kept on playing. When the lights went out, all I could see was white, white dresses dancing in the, to the music in the darkness. Y'all still didn't catch it. Let me say it again. All, all we could see, I had on black tuxedo. The girls had on the white dresses. and The lights went out. The music kept on playing. But all you could see was the white dresses dancing in the dark. You don't know whose hand they were holding. Here it is. Sometimes when a light goes out in your life, uh, people see you dancing, but they don't know whose hand you hold it. They see you dancing in the dark, uh, but, but they, don't, they don't know whose hand you hold it. But when you're dancing in the dark, you got joy, unspeakable joy. Because you made up in your mind, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I'm still dancing. The music playing, y'all. I'm still dancing in the dark. Um, I, don't, I don't know what y'all do. I don't know if y'all did the rock. Um, I don't know if y'all did the hitchhike. I, I, I don't know if y'all did the Philly two-step. I, I don't know if you did the moonwalker. But we're still dancing. I'm holding on to Jesus in the dark. I'm, I'm dancing in the dark. When times get dark in your life, uh, you got to dance in the dark. You can bless the Lord in the daytime if you want, but, but when it's dark, can you dance in the dark? I'm dancing through this thing. I'm dancing through the, my problem. I'm dancing through all of my struggles. I'm dancing through my pain. I'm dancing. Through all my hurts, I'm dancing in the dark. Because you might not know whose hand I'm holding while I'm dancing. But I'm still dancing. And I haven't given up, even in the dark times. Come on, y'all, let's stand. Let's stand. Let's stand.